0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Now this, this is one of them occasions where the is not doing it right. I'm in mean the found in my holiday lot. But you can't make a hoe a housewife. And when it all boils down, you're going to find an end. A bitch is a bitch, but a dog is a man's best friend. So what you feel, you will hold it your lie. But you can't
1: make a hoe What up, though? This your man Dame, three underscores, three one three. Back for another installment of Dame After Dark. Uh, I really appreciate everybody reaching out in the feedback with these first two episodes. Shout out to T with the sex party episode. She actually got another party coming up so if you following and follow her on social media get with her I think the next party is coming at the end of the month but I don't want to quote and you know mess up her business so be sure that you follow her shout out to tay my unicorn coming through and expressing her interest in this whole foray and uh you know Dame after dark I, I wanted to create a safe space where people could come through talk about the things that They're passionate about the things that they want and like really express themselves sexually fully without any inhibitions, without any judgment. So I got another guest with me here today, um, my friend Iman, and she wanted to uh, step into the shop and talk about her journey. And uh, I guess, you know, she's she's uh, at a different space in life and flourishing differently and you know, as as we all come and grow and turn into different people, sometimes our wants, our desires, our needs for things change a little bit. And she gonna kind of walk us through her journey, cause it's it's on the flip side of things. These last two episodes, I brought to you people that had that are bringing something specific. But you know, us out there listening, sometimes we want something specific. And I just kind of want to talk. Talk it through that process. And she's here to 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 share with us her story and what she's looking for. And we're going we're going to try and make the magic happen.
0: Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Iman. Um, and as Dame said, I am growing older and just finding myself. Wanting different things. Um, I just turned thirty this year. I'm a housewife. Whoop whoop! And shout out to the thirty club because I feel like I'm kind of the junk now because I'm thirty. Um, but as he said, I'm just finding myself wanting some different things and being more forthcoming about my wants and needs and just you know more sure of myself as a woman as I'm growing into my thirties or whatever.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Does thirty really feel different for you? Do like do you? Do you feel different now that you've kinda, kinda touched that part of your life?
0: Um, honestly, yeah. I mean, I try to stay true to myself, but at the same time, I feel like staying true to yourself means, um, kind of growing and so i've been i feel like i've shown myself a lot of growth in a lot of areas i respond to conflict different and like i said i'm more i won't say open but i'm just i guess less ashamed about the things that i like the things that i want out of life you know i'm not really afraid of judgment like i was in my 20s okay you know i'm just ready to enjoy life and i got a new perspective i think since i've turned 30
1: so so what do you think has kind of brought upon that new perspective just you being older or does something like actually change in your life?
0: Um, I can't really pinpoint. It was a lot of events, I would say. And I feel like you doing the same thing and expecting different results. I finally just told myself, you know, I got to grow up myself. And a part of that has been the fun part that we're going to talk about today. And okay. some of it has been, you know, the dark part that I had to say, you know, I got to grow up, admit my wrongdoings, you know, whatever may have you. And, you know, like I said, just embrace growth.
1: Okay. Okay. So just to give people a little bit of background about you, uh your story in some ways is a little bit similar to some things that I went through. I was with my high school sweetheart. I know. I don't think y'all essentially go quite back no, that far. Not. You and your better half. But I was with my high school sweetheart and we had three kids mm-hmm. real young. I mean, at one point I had three kids under five years old. Mm-hmm. So. They was all Same. Yeah I mm-hmm. wouldn't I wouldn't give her no breaks mm-hmm. You know my last two Are like 18 months apart wow. So I mean literally She got her couple weeks To mm-hmm. get your body together And I was You know
0: That's how my oldest two aren't They're okay. less than a year apart Okay um, So her birthday is eleven three, And his birthday is 11-16 So he wasn't even a year old
1: Nice When I had
0: her So I, I think we waited six weeks <laughs>
1: You be young and know. love fucking face to face, and next thing you know,
0: I'm pregnant again. It'd be a
1: baby, yeah. it'd be a baby. <laughs> then it came one more after mm-hmm.
0: that. Yeah and that's the that's the last one. Okay, us. yeah,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. You sure? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm sure. All right.
1: I mean, sometimes that love it hit. You know, you look up, kids ain't in the house, and. Mm-hmm y'all feeling something oh,
0: this last one getting potty trained so i ain't gonna have to see a diaper i ain't doing that to myself again
1: potty training is a motherfucker yes. when you can stop buying diapers mm. i mean you want to feel like it's gonna really like change your budget but it don't because oh. you because you Spend find it, Spend yeah, it the, the, the kids need <laughs> something else when they're not potty training now he need diapers or mm-hmm. clothes and, when, or, mm-hmm. and your babies are all relatively small yeah. and when they small like that they grow like weeds. You, you look up, you know, I, I remember my young, my middle son, uh, who's 15 now. Uh, I look at like him, for example. I remember like he grew two sizes in a season. Mm-hmm. So literally the summer clothes that I bought were, were <laughs> like useless how? after a month because <laughs> yeah. he was gaining so much weight and just becoming so big. And, you know,
0: it's crazy.
1: The progression of them kids. It's so quick that, like I said, you, you think you might save. A little bit, but when you look up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, every, they always all need shoes. They mm-hmm. all need clothes. They all need winter coats. I was
0: just going to say my oldest is going into the big boy sizes and shoes now. So whatever I'm going to save and diapers or whatever I thought I was going to save, that's an extra 50 because his foot is big now. No, so. no the, the,
1: the fun starts when they wear adult sizes.
0: Oh my God.
1: I remember the day I took my kid, you know, I, I always take them back to school, shop and make sure everybody get fresh. For school, and I remember Mm -hmm. taking all three of them. And I remember the salesperson kind of talking to my oldest, like, nah, you can't get shoes here no more. And uh, and I was like off in the background. (laughs) So essentially, I turned into crazy daddy mode. Like, who Mm -hmm, the fuck mm -hmm. talking to my baby? And the salesperson can clearly, visibly see Mm -hmm. that, like, I'm upset. He's like, nah, it's not like that, big fella. He in men's sizes. Y'all gotta go across the Uh. way. And like, yo. that's when the shit yeah (laughs) but that's when the shit really changed when his shoes started costing Mm -hmm. as much as mine and now with three you know my oldest in his second year of college so i am buying shoes yeah he a man i'm not buying shoes (sighs) (laughs) but his his sister and his brother right behind him i mean you know back to school two weeks away like they can't go they can't go back in the shoes they wore all Mm -hmm. summer like
0: They gotta be fresh first day Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm pulling stuff out You know I might say Oh I got a little summer being Let me get these little tops out can't do that with kids. You buy nah. every season I need new stuff because I'm growing every single year. So
1: you might crazy. be able to repeat it a little bit with your sons, but I mean there's such a gap
0: mm-hmm. there
1: in age, and boys are just rough on
0: clothes Oh like, yeah. They gonna- I was looking at his shoes. I'm like, okay, we could keep these. I'm like, no, he done dusted these damn shoes. I wish I would put my little son in these when he get older. You gotta get new shoes.
1: Yeah. Clothes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Shoes, maybe they dog them yeah out. but shoes
0: they dog them yeah. yeah it's over so
1: so that's the fun part so now as a mother of three mm-hmm. you know you've been in your how, how long have you and your significant other kind of been together
0: oh i want to say just
1: approximately
0: about eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yeah. Seven, eight years.
1: Damn near decades. So yeah. Yadon essentially grew up, mm-hmm. grew up together. Yeah. And is, he's got to be around the same age as you, yeah. I would assume. 33. Okay. I mean, same, same thing essentially. Mm-hmm. And when you grow up together, I know a challenge for me when having a young girlfriend, wife, is that I was transitioning into being a father, a grown man, And a husband all at Mm -hmm. the same time. Uh, the father thing kind of came inherently, you know, being grown, you know, I was just living out on my own, paying bills. I left home at 19 and then I look up 24, 25. I got three kids. So like the option to go back home, Mm -hmm. it's not there because I got a, I got a family of my own, Mm -hmm. but where I failed at was being a husband. Uh, I didn't know how to be there for her emotionally. I didn't understand the needs that she had you know I thought I provided certain things so why should she be upset mm-hmm. you know we had a really nice house where mm-hmm. I purchased us a really nice house uh you know she had new vehicles you know a house full of new furniture the kids didn't want for nothing she could get up you know on a sat I remember her getting up on a Saturday Talking to her sisters and say, we taking the kids to Cedar Point. All right. Well, I'll see y'all when y'all come back because we had the flexibility Mm -hmm. with, you know, the lifestyle I was trying to provide for her. But in reality, the things that I thought would help the situation were really hurting it Mm -hmm. because I had this larger house. You know, I'm not home at 630 at night every night to eat dinner with her and the kids to help them with bath time and putting down because i'm out trying to make shit shake Mm -hmm. so that we can maintain this lifestyle and what was more important to her was to have a loving partner there in that time Mm -hmm. with me being there in the home like i was there it's not like i abandoned her but like it's different Mm -hmm. when you're doing the cooking cleaning homemaking, working eight hours a day and then got to come home do homework get three kids together Mm -hmm. feed them do that whole bath train and then corral everybody to hopefully go to sleep Mm -hmm. at a decent time. Next thing you look up, it's 930 and you don't have an ounce of energy and you done done it all by yourself. And I didn't understand that at 25, 26. And then the financial burden. And I also felt the other end of the financial burden Mm -hmm. because like I'm doing everything that I can to make sure we stay afloat. And she wasn't bringing in the same type of money that I was or the same type of sacrifices. And I equated the dollar amount to, Mm -hmm. you know, more or less her value there in the home. Mm -hmm. When I look back on it, her value far exceeded the dollar amount, but I just wasn't in a mature space to understand that at that time. And that helped lead to like the demise of my marriage, essentially.
0: But I And I do feel like as women, it's important for us to understand, like, Black men, the pressure that y'all under to provide for us, you know, essentially our family in America. And sometimes I do think about that, you know. So if you feel neglected, it's like, well, damn, I'm working. Like, I'm really not. I'm thinking about you right now. Obviously, you and the family, because I'm out working. And so I think that that's important, too. But at the same time, it is important for your spouse, you know, Black men to understand that it's not always about that, you know. You
1: have to pour into your woman in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no if-ands or buts about it because once, when people start feeling neglected, their feelings for you will change quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, the you that person that you love, you'll start to see <laughs> a little bit differently. Yeah,
0: breeds a lot of resentment. And absolutely, that's thing.
1: absolutely. So. And I was, and we were so young. I wasn't receptive mm-hmm. to her cries for help or how to change some of those behaviors. Then Mm -hmm. now I've been divorced over a decade now. So like looking back on it in hindsight, I understand where I Mm -hmm. fucked up at, Mm -hmm. you know, I understand it's my desire to be married again. So I know that when I, you know, take those steps the next time I know we're not to, (laughs) we're not to kind of fuck up. And, you know, I know the things not, Throwing money at an emotional situation will never fix it. Yeah. So I know. I put
0: a little band aid on it for a minute, but it's going to make it worse. Yeah. That's
1: and fine. then, you know, while I was making changes, becoming a grown man, a father and a husband, she was becoming a wife, a mother and a grown woman. So sort of the position that you're in now, mm-hmm. you know, grown woman, you got, you know, you you're in the 30 club, mm-hmm. you know, you've been independent and living on your own for a while the kids are getting a little bit older they they got to be approaching close to school age
0: Yep, my two oldest like i said they less than a year apart so they both will be starting school in the fall okay and i was gonna homeschool and i'm like you know what no nah, they need to get socially acclimated and i need to get back socially acclimated from being in the house with them for the last you know six five five or six years rather So, you know, they're going to school and now I realize I'm going to have a lot of free time on my hands and my youngest will be with me. But I even thought about maybe putting him in daycare just because I don't know, you know, I kind of like this newfound. I'm not going to say freedom because I don't want to make it feel like I'm imprisoned when I'm with my children. But obviously, they take a lot of time and effort to take care of. So, you know, with them being gone out of the house, I don't want to be twiddling my thumbs thinking because, you know, it leads me, like I said, the stuff that we're gonna be discussing today, which is not a bad thing for me to think about this, but I wanna be in a healthy space, a well balanced space.
1: Yeah, I'm not looking at it as like it's a prison, but your identity has been just primarily mommy, as mommy. a mm-hmm. as a mother and a homemaker. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I, I always remember when I went to counseling for for marriage, they're they telling us that, you know, you and your partner are essentially going to change Every 10 years, mm-hmm. you're not going to be the same person because you grow, your life changes, different events change in your life. You're you about at that 10 year mark. Mm-hmm. And now the identity of the housewife, stay at home mother, yeah, you know, is changing for you. Mm-hmm. So now that you're looking at this landscape kind of changing for you on that side as a mother, I'm sure that there are changes in you as a woman that have kind of kind of uh started to to tremble up to the top. What are you looking for now at this space in, in a woman? What are what are you feeling? What do you need?
0: Um well, like we were saying before, the show um I wasn't I ain't have a lot of movement in my early 20s, I'm going to put it like that. I was kind of, you know, I met my spouse and I got in a relationship and that's who I was with. And even before that, I just didn't get around like that. So now why did,
1: why did you make the choice not to do like a, a lot of dating? I just want to hear your opinion.
0: Um, I mean, I would go on dates, but like it leading to anything more was just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not an emotional person, but I value emotions at such a high level. I feel like that, I'm not going to fake it and I'm definitely not going to give myself to someone who I feel like is not deserving. So if we go on a date or two, that's one thing, but I just didn't really take it there with a lot of people. Cause I just didn't feel that feeling.
1: You know, I, I often think that we date or that I, I look at people and I think that we date with the, with the wrong, I don't want to say intent, but with the wrong direction. And when I say that, I mean, like this, you know, and I just speak from my perspective. I probably mm-hmm. dated more women, and I'm proud to admit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. And mm-hmm. I think because of that, I got a multitude of experiences and things, sexual encounters, intimate encounters that I can kind of pull back from and and even compare at times. And I sometimes. The comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. is that, you know, we do too much too soon or or in some cases for too long Mm -hmm. that we stay out here too long. And then we look up. We we at an age where we're not as marketable and (laughs) sexy as we, you know, once you know, I'm I'm 40, about to turn 41. I got a son that's 19. That'll be 20 next year. I don't want to be in a bar mm-hmm. and run into my son yeah. trying to pick up women because I I don't have like he young and handsome <laughs> and strong. And while I think I look, I ain't right, like space. Yeah, we we need. I don't want to be trying to compete with yeah. women with a younger version of myself. <laughs> yeah. But but on the flip side, like I think that I might have done too much. When it came, when it came to dating, I probably should have, you know, I used to date with the intent that, like, if I got this one, I can get something better. Wow. You know, that hunger for more But sometimes there's a certain level of satisfaction that we need to find also. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say there?
0: No, I just, and I feel like just growing up in a family of boys, I always kept that kind of stuff in the back of my mind. Like, okay. when dating guys, and I'm like, nah, I'm like, I'm good. No. And it's, it's crazy because I feel like it did kind of keep me from experiences in a way, you know, but I still just felt like it was always that conquer type of thing with men. So it was like, nah. Okay. I'm all right. I'm and you
1: just didn't want to, you ain't want to be on a bunch of niggas' list.
0: Yeah, nah. And even at this age, you hear a lot of women say, well, that's childish. I feel like you're going to do what makes you happy. So if your energy is to, you know, do what you do, then that's what you're going to do. And I feel like, you know, whatever brings you peace, then whatever. But that's not something that would bring me peace. I would be at war with myself. You know, I just, I don't get off into that. But now that I'm older, I realize like, it's not bad for me to be a sexual person. It's just that I might move a little bit differently. I know what I'm looking for now that I feel like I found my person who I'm willing to have these unorthodox experiences with. Cause I wasn't willing to do shit like that in college with some random nigga I met at a party. Like I felt like I don't, I don't want to have a story like that. You know, I don't have any stories like that and I don't regret that. But sometimes I do think about, well, damn, you know, just me trying to be, I don't know, closed or guarded kept me from having some experiences that might, might've hurt me, but it might've been, you know, just a part of me still. So now that I have my person, I want to have these fun experiences that I didn't indulge in, because life is not over after your twenties. I had this thing where I felt like, oh shit, I'm thirty now. I should own a house. I should start a business. My kids should speak two languages. You know, Th- all this those
1: shit. are all self self induced things that we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because if it was that simple, everybody will follow that same format, yeah. you know. And I I can understand you. Again, you look at family, you look at friends, you look at social media and people doing all these things Mm -hmm. at these ages. And, you know, when people put things out there, they always broadcast the wins. Mm -hmm. Everybody shows, you know, the new car, the new house, Mm -hmm. the new job. But shit, you had 12 interviews before you got that <laughs> yeah. new job.
0: And it's cool, but you know, we got to keep that in mind when we're looking at other people's stuff. That, you just
1: got to be realistic. Because yeah. the finance company denied you four different times. Yeah,
0: but you but, showed when you finally pulled up. Yeah. And now I'm feeling some type of way, or like, damn, I should be, even if it's not envious, it's just me, like you said, self induced. Now I'm telling myself I'm not doing enough, or, you know, and again, Approaching 30, I grew up in the era of social media, you know, so that can be a good thing or a bad thing. And I feel like approaching 30 kind of showed me, you know, people act like social media don't affect them, but I see it affect, you know, grown women down to kids. There's this documentary on Netflix that shows How it affects, you know, you, your self image and all that. And I'm like, you know, I'm 30. I don't, I don't really give a fuck. I don't care what people think. If everybody has social anxiety, why am I scared? You scared too? You scared? Then I'm not scared. You know, I'm not scared to say what I like. You know, the couple episodes that I listened to that you had, these women are obviously confident enough to say what they like, say what they want, and they don't give a fuck what you think. They're living in their truth. They're, they know they're going to be judged whether they, I'm judged as a housewife. So at the end of the day, if somebody judging T for what she do or who is it? Tay, Tay. Yeah. Tay as well for what she do, you know, it's no winning. You might as well do what you want to do to be happy. And I think social media tries to tell you what you need to do to be happy. But you can't listen to that shit.
1: Everybody's going to have an opinion. But we all got to, you know, one thing that I'm a huge proponent of on this series is walking in your own truth and, Mm. you know, being true to who you are and what you want. Because there's nothing, you know, whatever happens among two consenting adults, I'm perfectly fine mm-hmm. with. So you said that you found your person. You mm-hmm. feel like he he it this. This demand that you're going you're going to ride off into the sunset with. Mm-hmm. So now that you've determined this for yourself and you've, you know, reached this transition in your life, what are some of the things that you desire?
0: Um like I said I didn't experience a lot in my 20s so I've expressed to him interest in a unicorn. Okay. Um which of course he's all for
1: because So 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 let's let's just role play for a minute. How does that conversation come up? Because you brought that to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring it to you. Yep. Okay. Correct. So so how does that how does that conversation come up?
0: Um just basically just what I said I'm like, you know, I haven't experienced a lot which I know is something that he was, I'm not going to say happy about, but men are just whatever. I'm not going to go there. He was, We can go there. <laughs> yeah. I think he was good with that. He was kind of happy about that. But now he's seeing the drawbacks, I guess, to that because he like, you know, like I discussed earlier, he down with the unicorn, but he like, I don't want it to turn into nothing where I got to share my wife with somebody because I'm not down with that shit and I'm not. Even willing to say, okay, I'll do that just to have this experience. He's just not with it.
1: Okay. So. So, what are your feelings on that?
0: Um, I don't like. I said, I feel like I have to have an emotional connection with somebody to become that intimate with them. So, even with that's why I specifically said a unicorn. I didn't just say a threesome because I feel like a threesome is. A little more random and kind of like we don't know this person. and But a unicorn is more of a relationship without being a real relationship. And then it, I know this might sound a little, but it kind of keeps me at the it keeps everybody in their place. OK. Know? um, You know, which is me. I think
1: I think that's fair. You're not looking to interrupt your home and your home base. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with how Tay kind of explained it with her role as a unicorn, like she'll date couples and see if it's a good fit yeah before and you gotta be good yeah before anything goes goes down and i get it you know sometimes a threesome could just be a wild night at the bar we didn't have too many <laughs> drinks we yeah. invite somebody back to the room and now you know there there are unknown feelings involved in this room
0: yeah and i i don't know i'm not i ain't gonna say i'm not completely against that I don't feel like that's too far out, but it's a little, I don't know, it's a little too random. Like I said, I want to know this person's energy. And then I always feel like I don't know if this person is clean for real or not. Like, how do you know? You know, I just get in my head a little bit too much with shit like that. So I want to, like I said, find somebody who I can have other interactions with outside the bedroom. (laughs) But I
1: think in this day and age, that's that's a very fair and safe question. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to act like monkey pox. STDs, yeah. COVID, are still not alive very well, mm-hmm. and you know people catch STDs every single day. Mm-hmm. So I think knowing the status of the people that you are dealing with
0: is important.
1: Intimately mm-hmm. is is the first step. You know compatibility and all of that is cool, mm-hmm. yeah. but at the end of the day, you and him health go back. And live y'all lives together, mm-hmm. and I would hate you would hate to have fun and fun lead to something that come back every three to six months <laughs> yeah. to to remind sure. you to to remind you About all of the night. fun that you yeah. had that evening.
0: Was it worth it? No, yeah, I'm good.
1: So so when it comes to a unicorn, ideally, what what does she look like? What is what what is she for you?
0: Um, somebody who's i don't want to ruffle no feathers but no but i mean this this is where you say what you want yeah um natural i prefer like no type of work or no shit okay it's cool if you got stretch marks like i got stretch marks i had kids um i don't really like the vixen-y look so like the super duper long lashes super duper long nails so really natural all the way around then yeah, but I don't want to limit because, you know, I might – I haven't worn weave in years, but I will. You know, I'm not against weave. I'm not against nails, but it's just a certain type of look that I prefer. And, yeah, I guess more of a natural. If You do got nails, like the super long ones I'm not really into. like, But I don't want to get – like I said, it's really about energy. So I might find that, damn, like typically I wouldn't have been – found myself attracted. That sounds so weird to say that you know as a woman but but i
1: mean it's it's what it is
0: yeah i wouldn't have found myself attracted to a woman that looked like this but her energy good so you know so
1: so when you say energy like kind of expound on that what's what's the vibe that you what's what's going to make it feel right for you or are you just going to know it when you feel it
0: i um, more of a know it when you feel it but um obviously somebody who's a polite um but confident like i like to be around confident women okay um and like i said more of the physical thing i kind of touched on already and just you know i like to laugh so maybe be funny or at least be able to laugh when you hear some funny shit like okay tall short um any shape doesn't really matter yeah shape i prefer like medium a little thicker on the thicker side okay maybe a little thicker than me Um, But not too much thicker, just because, you know. And height really doesn't matter. My man likes tall women. He's actually a little shorter than me. Okay. And he likes, like, I remember for a period of time I wasn't wearing heels, and he like, that's on you. Like, you... I'm good. So, you know, and obviously I want him to be attracted to this person too. So has
1: so. he weighed in on anything that, that he
0: want? I'm sure he got a type too. I mean, he does, but he kind of just like, look, I'm down. I'm down with it. So, okay. you know, and, but he, his thing is, of course, I ain't approaching nobody like that. Cause you know, that could just cause issues between us. And I kind of see that like in the back of my head, <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, no, where she come
1: from? So I had an ex, and me and her used to, you know, have fun. We we would dabble, mm-hmm. and she would typically always find yeah. the woman and bring it, bring her back to us. And you know, at least that way, it would cut down on yeah. where the fuck you know Wondering, her from. Yeah. You ever fucked her? But you know, mm-hmm. all those questions. Or out the door because yeah. she is she essentially a stranger to me. Yeah. And typically how I would work, you know, we may go on a date or two, spend a little bit of time together, and once we all see the like, all right, you yeah. know, this is cool. Mm-hmm. It could work.
0: Then one evening it just we make it work. So. so would you see that person on multiple occasions? Like after that dating period. Obviously you would see them on multiple occasions, but after that.
1: So when okay. you mentioned like outside the bedroom mm-hmm some of these women she developed friendships with so they would go they would do shit like maybe go to lunch or maybe go get their nails done together or you know it was more like this my girlfriend but you know yeah every third thursday she turned into (laughs) you know and i'm just using that you know definitely lightly but like you know, when we want to have some extracurricular fun, like this is somebody that we can trust, you know, that's, that's been around. So, I mean, some of them she developed a friendship with now, you know, that wasn't, so I I guess I would group women into two categories. We had a couple where this wasn't just like a one-time thing. We Mm -hmm. would link up occasionally and maybe these relationships lingered on, you know, three, six months, maybe a year, like where things, you know.
0: So what? Would, I wonder what would stop it. Like, why? Just because we bored now with you or because uh, that's cool. That's kind of exactly what I'm looking for. In a, but I don't want to make it. I got my own little pathway to becoming more social, even in the friend area. And so I'm finding friends. So I'm not necessarily looking for a friend and a unicorn, but I feel like it is cool. I would pick up if I know I know you well enough to know, you know, oh, she would like this. I would pick up a gift or I would expect for you to maybe buy my husband something for Father's Day. Or even if it's something very small, I'm talking $50 gift. I'm not talking nothing big just to show like, you know, I fuck with you. It's more of the I'm not even a real big gift person. It's more about the act, you know. Okay. So I would. You know, I said all that to say I would develop a friendship outside of the bedroom, but I ain't necessarily looking for like a friend that I can sleep with with my husband.
1: So I know on our end, well, you you ask kind of what stop things. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I know we had one incident where one young lady, she had a boyfriend and he didn't know oh. what she was, you know, sneaking off and doing. Yeah. So like he had saw us out all together one time. And like nigga blew his gasket because like he just didn't have
0: What? wow she was moving bow. why was she just out
1: like that I, I can't get involved in relationships outside of mine yeah. you know now what you tell me and mine is what we know so it was kind of like a surprise to us like who is this nigga that's tripping yeah and she's like oh that's my that's my boyfriend yeah. we live together but like we had spent we had had interactions over her house no so the thing the thing was he with with (laughs) the type of work that he did he was like a truck driver oh
0: so it wouldn't
1: be shit for him to to be home to be gone for like three or four days in a row so if we there and we're only in one contained area in the home so like you know i'm not running into his clothes and his shoes and shit like i was none the wiser that You know this nigga live here when he not on the road, so it was like a surprise. Like literally, we were out at Walmart picking up some shit.
0: Oh yeah, I was just out. Like I'm thinking I was on a date, like at a bar or something.
1: No, but I mean, we out picking up condoms and and other shit. And oh, so he knew what time it was. I mean, it's me and two women, and they they looking friendly. They they flirty and friendly with one another, and I'm the odd nigga out. And so it didn't take much for him (laughs) to like. And when he confronted her, she did. She wasn't like, "Oh, this is my friend and her boyfriend." She like just standing there looking stupid. Yeah. I was so say, my I was man starting bad. to calculate real quick in his head what this starting to look yeah. like. Yeah. Wow. And we didn't know what was going on. And then there was another one that we used to deal with, and it was, you know, more long standing. We probably dealt with her for about a year,
0: hmm.
1: but feelings started to get muddled she started to feel like well i spend this time with you all why am i not treated like she's treated Mm -hmm. you know why why aren't you paying for my nails why aren't you very clear yeah like the the boundary now that we spent so much time together you know whenever we would have a date night she like well what about me like, why don't I get like, it's not a three way relationship <laughs> yeah, that we know. And those lines started to get blurred and we had to feel like, look, there needs to be some clear cut separation. Mm-hmm. So we just had to end the situation. Yeah.
0: That's all. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I And that's my whole purpose of saying, like, I don't this is not a do uh, not my sister wife. OK, you feel me like we not no I'm the wife. You're the unicorn. You get, you know, you get to have fun. You don't pay for shit when you come. My husband, not the type that's going to have you splitting bills and shit. Right. Like, you're not paying for nothing. You get to have fun. Yeah, at the same time, we're enjoying your energy too. I don't want to make it seem like you just all benefiting from us, but you, you know, you might get gifts here and there, but you're not you know you ain't taking care of babies you're not up running my son to the doctor you're not making his doctor's appointment there's
1: separation and at the end of the day you go Mm -hmm. home and live your separate yeah
0: which probably ideally i would like for like my unicorn to maybe like not have kids and stuff i know that sound that's kind of pushing especially like damn i'm a mom and i don't like when people try to act like your value is you know diminished all of a sudden when you have kids but just for my situation i don't know I just I don't know. I would What's
1: what's the deal with the kid thing? I don't
0: I don't know. Just a personal preference. Yeah. I guess because I'm thinking of someone who has so much freedom that they wouldn't be able to have kids almost. Like a if you when I think of certain professions and shit, I'm like, damn, you know, like I said my kids going back to school. I'm thinking about maybe working. I looked up You know, a bunch of different jobs. I looked up a flight attendant. Of course I can't be that right now. They're still very young, but my mind just wondering. Um, I'm thinking to myself, like, how do you do this? And you so certain professions, certain lifestyles, I just wonder, how are you living a well-balanced life? How are you doing that and you kind of a, I'm not gonna say a party girl. I want you to be a fun girl, I want you to be I'm not very social. Like I said, I've been in the house for the last couple of years, but I'm finding myself wanting to dabble in different things. Show me what's up. How are you able to do that? How you, I feel like my mind going to wonder like, damn, you always out and you got kids like me.
1: <laughs> so I, I I look at it twofold because I'm a, I'm an active father. And I understand father's roles may be a little bit different, mm-hmm. especially in your opinion as being a full-time housewife. But I split days with you know, the kids' mother. So, I mean, Sunday through Wednesday, those are my days. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm home. I'm dedicated to dad shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing homework. I'm cooking dinner. I'm running baths. Now, my children are a little bit older. Yeah. So, you know, if I need to slide out nine o'clock at night, you know, my 16, 17 year old don't need no supervision. Yeah. They can, you know, unless some shit burning down or somebody trying I to break you. in this bitch govern yourselves how you need to <laughs> yeah. dad to be back in a couple hours but I know that you're still a few years away from that yeah. but when they were even though when they were younger like that's that's always been the schedule I knew Sunday through Wednesday whatever I got going on it stops mm-hmm. it stops because I got my kids now then I have the flexibility Thursday through Saturday to kind of Do what I need to. Now, yeah, emergencies happen. If somebody called me and like one of them kids get rushed to emergency, like my day or not, I'm dropping what the fuck I'm doing Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm going to emergency. I still do doctor's appointments, drop off to school, pick up like I'm still actively involved, even on the days that are not mandated mine. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we we allow each other that level of support because they're single women in their own right. And they need to have active social lives I don't want to hinder them from doing the yeah. things that they want to do so I mean and if I, somebody way, has I, that
0: level of support they
1: can get it done
0: yeah and in a way sometimes I feel judged as a housewife because of those type of ser- stereotypes so I do feel like uh, that's a little cringy to say but I guess just like I'm still growing kind of away from even stereotypes about stay-at-home moms, about certain single moms, about just all of that, you know, just about womanhood, femininity together. So, I don't, like I said, I don't want to say she can't have kids. How is she doing this? Because how you doing what you're doing and you got kids? Yeah. But then it's like, well, damn, I got, I don't really work because I got, so now it sounds like a classism type thing. So, I don't want to sound like that, but I don't know. I just want this person to be. I guess in my mind, I have... Readily available for you? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Like, I just want them at my disposal. No, it's not that. But I think in my head, I just have like a, you know, 26, 27-year-old, single, young, no kids. And that's really not the case. Now, in mind,
1: to be fair, Mm -hmm. you know, in in most instances... You know, I understand the kids are going back to school now, but most people work during the day mm-hmm. and kind of get in and do what they got to do on the evenings and the weekends. So, I mean, even you in the best case scenario, gonna have to make some arrangements. Yeah. But you got to find a sitter if y'all yeah. trying to hang out. I know. So maybe Friday, not on Saturday no kids, night. but
0: I don't know. I just, I don't want, I guess my worst nightmare is getting like a somebody who's not, I guess who energy is off who's not reflective of what I see as good feminine energy. Like you got kids but you always trying to be up under us or so I guess what I meant to it say needs to is to be a balance. Yeah. You know, just to make sure she's culture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So beyond just looking for you. Have you ever had an experience
1: with a woman?
0: No. Well, slightly. Um, my fiance and I went to a strip club in Detroit. Well, in the metro Detroit area. Um, and I had like a, an experience with a woman, but it was nothing that it, we didn't even have to go in a private room. I got So, it. you know, it was physical and it was more than I've ever done. Okay. But it still was to me like what the shit I be hearing and seeing. And I got on Twitter a couple of weeks ago and was like, damn, like <laughs> the shit I thought I've been experiencing or thinking I've been bad. This is, this a whole new world. So okay. I feel like it was, to me, it was still an experience cause I've never done anything like that, but so kind of woke some up in you. Yeah. Okay. Which I knew was already there. Like, cause I had already expressed to him that I would be interested in a unicorn because I'm a- interested in his experiences. But Like I said, I do have to have good energy with the person. And with men, it's harder for me to even, I've always had that in the back of my mind, like niggas just want to conquer you they, Or, you know, just, I don't know. I got to just really be emotionally in tune with somebody to become physical. So I know that I don't, you know, want a swinging type situation. I don't want to watch or have nobody watch, you know, or have my husband watch another man fuck me. That's not I'm not interested in that okay. you know and I know he's not interested in that but I am interested in having other type of sex than just us you know even if we you know us in the bedroom but even if we taking a trip doing this and that I still want to have wilder experiences because I didn't I haven't experienced it
1: okay now you mean you would talk privately but you had touched on voyeurism mm-hmm. and is it your desire to watch someone else or do you have that desire that you want somebody to watch you
0: I think both I feel like me watching again is like I don't know. That's not a big deal to me. Um, I guess it kind of is because I've never done it. So, you know, I can't, you know, say that. But you've never watched another couple be intimate? No, okay. not like porn. Like okay, I used to. But, like, but, you know, no, not, not, not here. Yeah. We, t- we two seats <laughs> over. No, nah, um, no. And I've never been watched. I had like a small, like a. <laughs> In high school, my boyfriend, unknowingly, you know, to me, unbeknownst to me, recorded us. And I'm like, I found out my best friend watched it on his phone. So I think that's the closest thing I got to like, damn, somebody like seen me fucking before, you know. Okay. But um, it was like funny. It wasn't like a big like, oh, I did this. I knew this person was going to watch. Now I'm like, I want to be more intentional, you know. So like, that's like the type of little wild shit that I did. I feel like that's. Now that I'm 30, that shit is, I want to do some for real wild shit.
1: Okay. So you had also mentioned, you know, you you said that you were listening to some of the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So the sex party episode, mm-hmm. some of the things that you're talking about literally fall in line with what T said kind of goes on at her events. Is that something that you all thought about maybe trying as a couple or is that still, you know, a lot to kind of digest
0: well, I've been, man, shout out to T. I've been looking at her Twitter. I seen that she'll have wristbands and stuff now, um, which made me feel a little, like I said, I haven't experienced this stuff. My, uh, me being comfortable is obviously important to me. Right. But me not disrupting the energy of other people in a, you know, space is important to me as well. So I have thought about that. I have mentioned it, but I want to make sure I'm ready and we're ready as a couple to attend something like that without, Him being like, what the fuck, you know, this ain't what I expected. Or even me being like that. But I feel like even me, I'm a little bit more. He just kind of like, I don't think he's closed off. I think he's closed off because he feel like I'm a wife. And this, I don't know if he wants to do this type of stuff with his wife. And it's not to say he wants to do it with Mm -hmm. anybody else. I would hope not. Um, right. I just think that it's like, you know,
1: I, I understand what you're saying. Sometimes as men, we kind of com- compartmentalize things. Mm-hmm. This is this is the love of my life. This is the mother of my kids. Yeah. Like I can't this imagine is my wife. I don't want. This space. Yeah. I, I can't view her as that. But, and I'm not calling you this, but I, I always say like, niggas would be a lot happier marrying hoes.
0: They probably would. I mean, because. All the hoes I knew growing up was cool as hell. Some, a lot of them knew about like sports or like cars, some shit like that. They was just cool as hell with all the niggas. Like, I don't know. So maybe they would make perfect wife. And they was freaks. So I, maybe they would. Because your wife,
1: ideally you don't want to cheat. Ideally you want to stay I mean, I'm just saying, ideally, I mean, you want to stay within the confines of your marriage. And if, if this is going to be the woman that you laying next to every night, you know, you, you probably want her to be everything Freaky. that you need her to be mm-hmm. in order to you know, keep your level of arousal attraction and keep your ass in the house. I mean, I joke, I can joke about it now, but we had three kids in five years because I was in the house every day and I wasn't letting up off of it. Like, you know, I got, I, we were heavy into the church and, you know, sometimes I feel like the church is not always The best influence. Mm -hmm. But we were heavy into the church. And they was talking about like. You know this your wife. She young. She all like. Y'all supposed to make a bunch of babies. (laughs) And I'm like shit. I was
0: cutting some checks.
1: I'm like. But but shit. We was young. I loved her. I was physically attracted to her. I believe that I was never supposed to cheat on my wife. Like we gonna be together forever. So I'm like shit. When I get the desire. I don't care if it's three times a day. So you wasn't cheating early on. No. I didn't. I didn't cheat during our relationship
0: Oh wow
1: No I didn't I really You know it's hard for sometimes people to believe Because (laughs) You know she had like a lot of rules That I didn't agree with Mm -hmm. You know I had a curfew That I didn't think I needed a curfew I'm a grown fucking man The mortgage got my
0: name on it It shouldn't be a set curfew Like you should be But I feel like it should be kind of an unsaid Like damn it's going on Where he at It was No my shit was set my shit was
1: set. 2:30 you need to be in the house.
0: Well, yeah, 2:30. I mean, what the fuck? Yes. You're spending the night out. If you're out after that, I'm putting the top lock on. And what I don't have fuck? keys to my own house. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gotta figure something out. 2:30 a.m. That means you spent the night out. Nah, shit still. 2.30? You shut the club down. I feel like that's so reasonable. I, I feel like the set curfew part is so crazy because why did that even have to be said? 2.30 in the morning? So when we lived together before we had kids, there was an incident where I
1: came home at like six in the morning.
0: Oh no. I what? wouldn't have let you in. I don't know what I would have did, but six in the morning? Yeah. So who did you just climb off of? Cause. So, six- so that's, that's
1: the thing. I wasn't, I wasn't with like any woman. Like, I was literally out hanging. My homeboy was like heavy. I used to be heavy in the music. My nigga was recording. We at the studio. It probably was still women there though. Nah, no. We literally just in the studio kicking, smoking it, smoking. I look up and we go outside and I'm like, Oh shit, it's light outside.
0: Yeah. Cause you can't see. Yeah. It's, yeah, nah.
1: And I went home at six in the morning. She was sleeping on the couch like, what the fuck? Yeah, I would have been mad as hell. So after that, you know, I kinda just wanted to we weren't married, but I still wanted to kind of like keep the peace. But like after we got married, no, it was it was like a stone commitment, like two <laughs> thirty. Like if you out, like clubs, everything close at two, and i would be like, Well, I want to get something to eat, you know, maybe I go to IHOP. She was like, If you can't figure it out by 2.30. Yeah, that's just you know the casinos was just starting to pop so i'm like you know 230 that's kind of i'm i'm cutting the party short and and at the time i got married 22 going on 23 it's like my homeboy is not married and i didn't understand Mm -hmm. that like
0: it's the difference yeah Yeah. i didn't
1: they just my niggas i want to hang with my boys because it's still 230 they still out having a good time and you can't
0: It's certain little shit I had to ignore. Even with women, it's the same thing. Like, you know, you're gonna call and do that for him or blah, blah, blah. Like, and don't get me wrong, I don't treat my man like my child, but. I don't even try to explain. It's like, whatever. I ain't about to. I can't have my shit all fucked up because you we just in two different spaces. Neither one of us over enough. we just in two different spaces and you don't get it. I got to be home at two thirty because she been with these kids or you like I just go home to, you know, my apartment or my whatever situation. they in. it's just not the same. So, so
1: now I look at it now like two thirty
0: is probably hella reasonable. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Two thirty. To, that's yeah. Probably hella reasonable. Yes. And
1: then like another thing, she didn't allow smoking or drinking in the house. So, so like we would kind of have to like sneak. <laughs> you know, like we would drink if she wasn't there. But like when we hear them keys hit the door, <laughs> oh, like niggas is <laughs> put, <laughs> niggas is putting bottles <laughs> next to the couch and shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah, or man, like so. I was smoking the basement because I knew like the yeah. basement was like my man cave mm-hmm. area. Unless that's she was fair. washing clothes. But I know at 11 o'clock at night, she ain't coming down to put in a load of white. So I could essentially smoke in the basement, put on a clean outfit, you know, kind of wash my face up and go upstairs. And, you know, she's none the wiser that I've been down in the basement getting hot. But I I thought at that age, like, yo, this shit fucked up. Like, it's my house. I should be able to do but i I understand that there are certain it's a structure boundaries. yeah it's it was structured, and I didn't have none, and I mean shit at forty one I don't have a lot of structure <laughs> in my personal life, but no i didn't I didn't cheat during like while we was married and committed now there was a point in time where she like where we were kind of moving towards separation, mm-hmm. she moved into a different part of the house, and uh, once we stopped sleeping together, I was like well what 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 the fuck <laughs> like I just, we can't do, do, do nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And after like a couple months of that, then I just felt like, well, you must want me. <laughs> Breaking to, up with you me. must want me to fuck somebody else. And then shortly after that, then we broke up. Now, once the separation was there, you know, I really didn't give her the courtesy to let her know that I was out here dating. Like, we were still trying to work on us. Oh. But, I mean, I was fucking, you know, I was, she had moved out the house. So, I mean, in my mind,
0: so she could have been fucking too,
1: and I'm pretty certain that she was, oh, I mean, please i, I so it, but
0: yeah, we're not gonna do that no, no,
1: no, i mean it's it's life, and i don't I don't harbor any like ill feeling about it at this point, but like I remember when she told me like she I made a joke about her dating and having sex, and she was like, I've been having sex, <laughs> and I almost threw up. <laughs> Now, mind you, we had been separated for years, at least two <laughs> to three years. I had almost doubled over and threw up. Like it was too much Sorry, for me to like yeah. it was too much for me to think. And like she had dealt with some shit. I'd been caught up with other like really caught up with other women. So I mean, it wasn't like she didn't know I was out here like living shit, I had I was living. And it wasn't like she didn't know it. Hmm. So when she told me that shit, like just that 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 judgment, the audacity of me to think <laughs> yeah. that somebody don't want her and she her body don't need certain things and she ain't out here mm-hmm. getting it, being that we don't live together. She had a condo, I had my house. Like, what the fuck do I think she doing yeah. at on her days when she don't had a kid? Yeah. Like she <laughs> yeah. kid free for four Turning days. Up, yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know, it was just it was just that level of a stupidity on my end. But no, while I was married, I was. I was married like I believed in that shit. But, you know, back to some of the things that you're looking for. So now, you know, you kind of talked to T about the sex party. You know, you've expressed to him the unicorn. No, I just looked
0: at her Twitter. I ain't never hit her up but um, she
1: cool people i yeah. can get you connected
0: yeah i just looked at her twitter i said i'm gonna hit her up but okay. i'm just like i said i'm trying to feel i don't want to interrupt nobody else's space by not being ready but sometimes i psych myself out like damn when's the right moment is always now or blah blah blah. but you know like i said i just want to make sure i'm good my man good you know we could go have a good time And
1: you know she just, does have a meet and greet beforehand where you can kind of You know, meet some of the other folks that are going to be there, kind of survey
0: the vibe Mm -hmm. and see like, okay, well, maybe next Friday we might get familiar with. And I do like that. See, I don't want to just show up like me and my best friend was talking about that. Like, I can't never just picture myself walking up to somebody and just fucking them or kissing them or like. That's just crazy as hell to me, but I know, you know, it's certain spaces where that's acceptable. And like you said, a Marcus sex party would will
1: probably be one of them. Yeah,
0: and that's consenting adults, so yeah. that's that's good. But I don't know. I like the wristband thing because it's like, you know, green, I'm on go. That I means just come on with it. The other one might be like, you know, give me a little space. I might be wanting to turn up with you, but don't just take for granted that i'm in this you know environment so i did like that and then the meet and greets i just like how she got her shit you know structured so i just been looking i ain't been saying much i don't believe in blowing smoke you know talking her ear off or no shit like that i'm gonna just hit her up when i'm ready to get a ticket okay and go from there okay um then i listened to the other episode about the unicorn and i was glad to see like some of the shit that uh the unicorn expects because obviously i'm on the other side of things so I'm able to say what I will and won't do, but you know, what what are their do's and don'ts cuz they're people too, you know. Right. So, I don't it's wanna, not your sex toy. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to just treat it like you lucky to be here with us, you know. What do they like? What are they, you know? Like I said. Cuz
1: they're choosing you also. Mm-hmm. So, Iman, I, I guess my my one of my final questions is then then what's the next step? What is it what does it look like now? You don't put it out there what you want. What you looking for, what it looks like, kind of what the vibe feels like. What's next?
0: Um, I guess just putting myself out there. Like I said, going to one of the parties, maybe voyeurism would be my first step. Just finding somebody who, like I said, I vibe with. But I have to put myself in those spaces. I'm in mom spaces all the time which is cool like i said i don't want to make it sound like an you got to
1: get in sexy spaces
0: yeah i'm trying to switch it up a little bit so you know just get in a space where i would find somebody who would be into some shit like that or just you know one of the parties um don't really want to do the gay bar just because i feel like again my man is like you know he not going the women is one thing, but he just He just not He he not gonna be good in that space, I feel like
1: So maybe you don't so Yeah, my, maybe I go along Yeah, my ex used to frequent gay bars And bring ho- friends home hmm. And, you know, not every woman is there Is just like straight lesbians hmm. Some are, you know, willing to Participate in other shit But it just, like you said, putting yourself out there hmm. Talking to people, feeling their vibe Seeing what they own But it starts with Getting out there. Like yeah. that's you just gotta kinda start.
0: Yeah. Stop thinking and start doing. No Tinder. That's the next
1: step. Tinder is a good place. You know, when I was when I was single, single, online dating, boy, I could find whatever I wanted to.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, we're tender. Tinder. Tinder, plenty yeah. of fish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I I understand. There it, but there are discrete ways to do it. You can like kinda make your profile more limited Mm -hmm. to see for what people can see and what you want to share and that kind of because my thing at the time like you know we I'm not gonna put too much out there but we used to work together Mm -hmm. and I didn't want one of my employees (laughs) to be on tinder and come across (laughs) because you know not to talk about it too much I had a terrible incident out of that job (laughs) (laughs) and it changed how people viewed me Mm -hmm. and how there's a lot of people trying me i
0: remember that is it is it what i'm thinking of yes yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, a lot of people started trying me after that shit so i wanted oh really yeah she put me out there bad
0: oh wow
1: so it's a certain level of discretion (laughs) that i was kind of looking for after right i was
0: like good looking
1: (laughs) No, 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 because so just to put, I, I I, was dealing with a woman out of the job. It did not go well. <laughs> she she put she ran my name right. through the mud in that place. Oh, yeah. Like she was threatening shit, <laughs> you know, and and essentially ran my name through the mud. But also with running my name through the mud, she was telling people intimate details yeah. about our dealings. And a lot of women just thought that, like, oh, well, <laughs> she can get on, then I can probably get on too. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of trying, trying to nigga, I'm trying to fuck, no. and not like not people that I wanted. To, oh please, to, I'm serious. Oh well, there's a lot of women out of that job, and seventy percent of them.
0: Damn, it wasn't nothing, on. but it was only a few men there. Shit, that's probably why they was beating your damn ass down.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, most of the women there aren't women that I would deal with on a personal level. But, like, everybody thought that, like, okay, if she can do it, so can I. So, you know, it was just bad. But, like, I wanted a certain level of discretion. And I didn't want some people to, you know, I'm a father, too. My kids kids are dating ages. You know, I I would hate for, like, to— My son had an incident where, like, a a young lady he was interested in, like, I dated one of her mother's friends. And because of how things went there, she was a little leery to let her daughter deal with my son. But I'm like, he's not me.
0: I was going to say, I don't get that, though.
1: But, I mean, sometimes people can be funny acting like that. And I just, and while I share certain things on Shop Talk on this show, like, my private life is my fucking private life. Like, I don't talk about who I date or engage with while those things are going on, because just because I have a platform doesn't mean that's a platform that they may want to share in.
0: Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to be open and I would like to share, like go deeper. But like I said, I do have uh, another half and I got to respect their privacy. Too. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. You can't telling your story sometimes telling other people's story too.
1: Absolutely. And you just got to be fair to just because You know, I get into shit sometimes with women I date, the mothers of my, the women I've dated, you know, past tense, the mothers of my kids, you know, shit like that. But I got a a platform. I can get on here and call them all type of disrespectful hoes. and they, But they can't do the same thing to me with the same type of following. So I try to respect that whatever we go through privately is what we go through privately because they have private lives and they didn't. I signed up for this shit. Yeah, they exactly. did. They didn't. So I have to respect, you know, certain boundaries with that. So first thing you're going to try and get out there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: see what you can meet and greet. Any?
0: Maybe go to a couple bars by myself or see if my best friend to go with me because I don't. You I need a wing women. woman? Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not a social butterfly. I'm even I'm trying to be more social. I'm even starting like a lady social club for that reason. Because um, I just want to be more social My kids are going to school I got a lot more time I want more friends and connections So even outside of that You know I'm not comfortable You know in bar scenes Club scenes like that I know I can be comfortable I'm not afraid of them It's just yeah. not my You problem. ain't been outside in a while Yeah And it's different out yeah, there now Exactly So okay. you know I'll see if I can get her to go with me Maybe go to a gay bar Maybe hit a party You know Just get more intentional about you know getting the task done because okay. it's been brewing for probably years i mean i always knew i wanted to have a threesome probably before i even got in a relationship like when i was young but i didn't meet anybody that i felt like i would do that with so now that i'm with my man it's like okay i turned up with you i feel like i could trust you and you would you know be a good time
1: okay iman is there anything else you want to lead the people with any um. What if, what if a unicorn is listening and want to connect with you?
0: I would say just hit Dame up. Dame, you got my information. And I'll
1: funnel her your way. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Anything else you kind of want to close and leave people with?
0: Um. No, thank you for having me. And hopefully something comes of this that maybe I'll find a unicorn from this. Episode. Yeah, and
1: you, and maybe we'll get you out there to yeah. to explore a little bit more. Yo, this has been episode three, A Dame After Dark. I'm still looking for a swinging couple. I definitely want to talk to a couple that's really knee deep, not playing around with it, but that's really knee deep into it. So if somebody knows them, uh, you can reach out to me. I'm available all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, and I fuck with TikTok a little bit. Dame three underscores 313 on all social media platforms. I am DM friendly. So if you talk to me, I'm going to talk back. I ain't going to be on no whole shit. Um, when you see the blue and the black, you know what where the fuck you at. This has been another Shop Talk production. It's your man, Dame. This is episode three, A Dame After Dark. I'll holler at y'all soon.